Vanetics with Gabriel of Urantia and Neon Emerson Chase, an ongoing series of lectures and teachings on spiritual leadership, personal change, and the principles of divine administration. Part of the curriculum of the University of Ascension Science and the Physics of Rebellion. More information can be found at UASPR.org. This episode is titled, Creating a Spiritual Global Movement. Here is Neon Emerson Chase. I'm going to be focusing on uh, paper 92 of the Urantia book. And basically the first four sections of that paper, that paper is entitled The Later Evolution of Religion. And we also know from reading the Urantia book that when um, societies truly and progressively evolve into those higher planetary mortal epics and those first stages of light and life, that things become simpler. You don't have to have all these other things, that that your life becomes simple and clean and clear. There aren't as many distractions and sophistries and the sophistications that there are in a society that moves into technology without God. And, And basically what we're all experiencing here, and as we grow more and more in our understanding of what truly a spirituality is and what cosmic truths are, and we begin to see reality through higher eyes and our standards are getting higher and higher and higher, we begin to realize how barbaric, how barbaric every society and culture is, whether it's in the so-called first world and developed nations or whether it's in (coughs) undeveloped or underdeveloped nations and primitive cultures, that people basically are very barbaric. And that the foundations that any society, whether it's the dominant society of the United States of America or whether it's the aboriginal society that you have in Australia, that it's barbaric, that the people are barbarians from our standards. That's how the celestials look at it, too. And so here we have this barbaric behavior right amidst high technology. And, of course, there's there's quite a few reasons for that. Uh, Merriam-Webster's definition of barbarism and being barbaric is of or relating to a land, culture, or people alien and usually believed to be inferior to another land, culture, or people. Now, with the celestials looking down upon us, Uh, and comparing this world, Urantia, to other evolutionary worlds that are just as old in human history as this one. We are very backwards here, and we're inferior. And and we know why that is, knowing the history of our planet, the spiritual history. For starseed who have experienced higher realities and other worlds and other universes, this may seem, this world here, very alien, part of it, and barbaric. And even though starseed are immersed in it too, and so there's that, the conflicting feelings there, and that pain that and confusion that so many people are experiencing, even more so today. Also... The dictionary says that 
barbarism is lacking refinement, learning, or artistic or literary culture. We definitely lack on this planet a lot of godly refinement, a lot of learning of true revelation and truths. And what we would consider true artistic culture um, from the standards of what uh, celestials would have um, concerning art and what the standards of this world are. Also, barbarism is possessing or characteristic of a cultural level more complex than primitive savagery, but less progressive than an advanced civilization. The people of Urantia, the majority of societies and cultures, governments and peoples of Urantia, are much more advanced than the peoples were when 500,000 years ago the first epical revelation came here. They were very primitive then. The majority of peoples on the planet are not considered primitive anymore, but still barbaric. We're not as advanced, this world, as we would have been if things had gone on in the normal evolutionary process, receiving those epical revelations. Also, barbarism is a marked lack of restraint. A marked lack of restraint ties right into unbridled liberty and self-assertion, unadulterated selfishness in doing what you want to do, looking out for number one, that kind of thing. That's barbaric. And that is definitely, especially your materialistic cultures and your uh, more developed worlds, that is the standard there. Also, Barbarism is backwardness, and we're obviously, as a world, backward, very, very backward because of the Lucifer Rebellion and the default of Adam and Eve. We know that the Urantia book teaches us that when the epical revelations come to a planet, they don't only deal with the progress of the various aspects of civilization, but they deal with spiritual ascension of individuals, and of groups. Four, it is common knowledge among those revelators that civilized, real civilized progress of a whole society cannot really happen in the absence of true religious experience of its individuals. And you've been reading and writing and thinking about true religion versus false religion and true religious experience and how important it is. Because of the rebellion and default and the ramifications of all of that for 500,000 years, spiritual ascension of individuals and movements have not kept up with other aspects than of human evolvement in science, industry, technology, culture, etc. Those, what we would call more, they're so secularized now, those aspects have evolved in a natural process, but religions haven't. True spirituality, that ascension, and so 
That's why there's this terrible imbalance. And that's why you have that barbaric behavior and barbaric ideas and perceptions of reality in the midst of high technology. So in other words, true revelatory religion has not flourished on your rancha as it should have. And that's because of the rebellion and default. Instead, evolutionary religion has maintained its hold on the masses with thousands of small movements breaking off from the main evolutionary religion to start another cult based on traditions that are steeped in fear and superstition. Now, we all know the difference between evolutionary religions and revelatory religions. And none of those revelations, those epical revelations, have ever taken a real hold on the people of this planet. Evolutionary religion has its hold on the people of the planet. And because of that, you have that consciousness, though, that's steeped in fear and superstition. Um, what's, it's formed the foundation of the values and beliefs of all of our societies. And the religious consciousness has mixed materialism with spiritualism, which further complicates matters. And I would say the religion that is most guilty of that is Christianity. And you've read about the problems of Christianity and how materialistic it has become. In this paper 92 in the Urantia book, it states that religion is the most rigid and unyielding of all human institutions. But it does tardily adjust to changing society. Unfortunately, though, the societies in control, especially the one society in control on this planet, the so-called first world of international corporate business, which controls all of the political systems and the military of the various governments, that controlling society, that first world will destroy this world if divine intervention does not happen. And evolutionary world religions, all of them, have adjusted, unfortunately, to that society and are in the process of adjusting to that mechanistic, selfish, materialistic society that is destroying the people of this planet and all of its natural resources. The Urantia book says, slowly, surely, but grudgingly, does religion, worship, follow in the wake of wisdom, knowledge, directed by experiential reason and illuminated by divine revelation. The problem is the people of Urantia have not embraced divine revelation and pure revelation, true religion. Certain small groups have, certain, um, the goodly company has, certain individuals have throughout the history, but the people of the planet as a whole have not. They've twisted the truths that have been presented to them to fit their established and crystallized ideas. And thus the four epical revelations have not manifested as completely as celestial over-control had planned and wanted. 
The Dalmatian teachings, the first epical revelation, was practically lost to the whole world due to the rebellion. That's what the Urantia book tells us in this paper 92. Only the work, and the Urantia book makes the statement, only the work of Van and his associates through history has kept some semblance of this revelation. The expanding true concept of the universal father, the first source and center. And we know the history of Adam and Eve, that second epical revelation, and what happened. And paper 92 tells us that by 2500 BC, humankind had largely lost sight of the revelation sponsored in the days of Eden. And that's the second epical revelation. We know now from continuing fifth that Van and company um, have had, and especially Van and I have had continuous repersonalizations after Adam and Eve came, we left the planet, came back in repersonalizations, totally different reality than having those over 450,000 years of a continuous life knowing, you know, who we were, that type of thing. With these repersonalizations after Adam and Eve, it's like fish being thrown out of the water, floundering, flopping around on the sand going, what are we doing here? What's this, you know? And going through the process that of discovering, rediscovering ourselves, just like a starseed have to do, just like Jesus had to do that whole process. We haven't done it quite with the grace and perfection that Jesus did. Machiaventa Melchizedek's teachings, the third epical revelation, gradually commingled with the beliefs and practices of various evolutionary religions, which developed into the present-day theologic systems that we know have succumbed to secularism and materialism. Last week you read about what has happened with the teachings of the fourth epical revelation, Jesus of Nazareth's teachings, and how now we're being called to revitalize those teachings and bring them in a new and fresh way. And today we're involved in the fifth epical revelation. We're told in that paper 92 that fear has always been the basic stimulus for evolutionary religions, but that as civilization advances, Fear becomes modified by reverence, admiration, respect, and sympathy, and is then further conditioned by remorse and repentance. But that hasn't happened globally or even nationally yet. Fear is still the motivating factor in decisions that are made by world leaders in many, many movements, in many, many areas, as well as by common citizens. (coughs) Fear of losing power, fear of losing face, fear of losing material possessions, fear of losing a place in society, fear of loneliness, fear of abandonment, fear of growing old, fear of death, fear of change. And we can go on and on and on. Just fear, fear, fear. 
all societies, their values and ideals are basically based on some form of fear. And because most people have stayed in that place then of fear throughout the history of Urantia, societies, whether they're more developed or they're still fairly primitive, they have not, no society has evolved to a place of that reverence, admiration, respect, and sympathy until a people a group, a society can get into that place of love and worship for God the Father and then their fellow humans, remorse and repentance cannot be a part of their consciousness because remorse and repentance come with a love for God, a love for fellow human beings when a sense of ethics is born and in you. Now, that doesn't mean that there's individuals that don't have that. We're talking about societies. There's no society on this planet that's based on those values, those traits, those virtues. If a society does not have remorse or repentance in its values, remorse and repentance for going um, out of God's pattern and harming others, then that barbarism will prevail in spite of scientific and political and other types of advancement. And that's why this is such a difficult time to be in. In reality, advancement of a society is only real progressive evolution when revelation of God's truths are involved and implemented within the systems of that society. Merriam-Webster's definition of Renaissance is a rebirth or a revival, a movement of vigorous artistic and intellectual activity. And we know that when revelation comes and when it is embraced by an individual or a group of people, tremendous movement forward happens. According to the Urantia book, in the natural evolution on a planet of animal to human, An individual, and this is on any planet, not just Urantia, an individual is not even considered human until the circuitry of God, the universal Father, begins to be formed within that individual. In other words, an inner movement or renaissance must be activated within that individual. It's interesting to note also that throughout the million years, of human history on Urantia, that in order for society to progress, individual persons had to experience an inner movement by responding to God's revelation to them. And that's why, because individuals, enough individuals have not responded enough to God's revelation, that's why there hasn't been that movement forward. And often there's a backwards movement Becoming a human from an animal starts with that inner personal revelation of the adjutant spirits of worship and wisdom. That's the first step in an evolution of of this, corresponding with the ministry of the Holy Spirit of the Universe Mother. 
If and when an individual responds to those three inner spiritual forces, then the next step of personal revelation is implemented by the Universal Father, and he bestows his spirit, the Thought Adjuster. But before the Thought Adjuster can come, and if you've read the history of Urantia in the Urantia book papers, you'll, you'll know that many times in the evolution of a planet, cer only certain individuals will have that bestowal until more and more move <clears throat> into responding to the adjutant spirits of worship and wisdom and the leadings of the Holy Spirit. And then eventually in the evolution of persons on a planet, more and more become able to receive that. But it starts with individuals and it, it builds and builds and builds. That whole process is still happening today. So you have a lot of individuals that may seem, and because of the bestowal of Christ Michael, everyone now of normal intelligence is bestowed with a thought adjuster, but not everyone is in tune with that thought adjuster or listening to the leadings. And so thus people are very barbaric still. But if the thought adjuster is allowed by the individual to continue adjusting the person in his or her personal rebirth, then the seraphim can become involved in a higher way, as well as the activation of the spirit of truth. So it's a step, it's a process that, that people have to go through step by step. And a society has to go through that too. If an individual continues to cooperate with the personal revelation of these various spiritual forces, then a renaissance can continue to unfold within that person. And that's what's happening with most of you. So that they can become part of implementing then the larger global renaissance that we're being asked to become a part of. The Urantia book tells us that much of the potential of these divine agencies that I was just talking about, the two highest adjutant mind spirits, the Holy Spirit, the Thought Adjuster, the Spirit of Truth, much of the potential of these divine agencies has never yet had opportunity for expression. <clears throat> Much will be revealed in the ages to come as mortal religion ascends level by level toward the supernal heights of Marantia value and spirit truth. We at Planetary Headquarters are a small group of individuals who are allowing then that personal renaissance so that we can create that divine new order society that's going to be the activator and the motivator for that global movement, bringing that entire planet then, Urantia, into those supernal heights of Marantia value and spirit truth of the first stage of light and life. <clears throat> We're also told in this paper 92 that social, climatic, political, and economic conditions are all influential in determining the course and progress of religious evolution. Now we know that all of these conditions are ripe for a massive movement into a healing and higher reality. The economies 
of the different countries are falling apart. Climatic conditions are very interesting right now. Um, the political and social situations in all countries are chaotic. So we're aware of that. And so all of these things are starting to crumble. So those conditions are all coming together and it will, at the right time, influence people. They'll be ready for this movement. But you got to have that core of the goodly company, <laughs> the reservists, the change agents to be there then to come in and implement it. So this is the time for this to begin. Vanetics with Gabriel of Urantia and Neon Emerson Chase, an ongoing series of lectures and teachings on spiritual leadership, personal change, and the principles of divine administration. Part of the curriculum of the University of Ascension Science and the Physics of Rebellion. More information can be found at uaspr.org.